This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap, episode 230. This is Rajesh Sen. This is Abhinandan Sekri and we have a third panelist joining us on the awful and awesome today, uh, whose name is Abbas Momin. Hi Abbas. Hi guys. Hi Abhinandan. Hi Rajesh. Hi. So Abbas is joining us on the phone line from Mumbai, is that right? That is correct. And Abbas, many of you may be familiar with his work. He's been a stand-up artist since 2012. His material comes from his conservative bicycle upbringing, but he actually was trained to be a dentist. I find after I read read his profile, you were trained to be a dentist, and then you took up stand-up. Uh, yeah, because I don't like money and respect. I like insults and poverty. Yeah. So I was like, let's let's go into freelance writing. Yeah, I never completed the course. I studied dentistry for two years and then I dropped out. So you can extract some teeth? Not really. So when my friends come to me with a toothache, I just give them anesthesia and leave the room. Which is good. That's yeah. helps enough. <laughs> But during the pandemic, you could have made it a career, na? You could have provided dental services also, since people couldn't uh, go to dentists. That's true. Yeah. Same. But I didn't want to invest in all the PPE kits, so I was like, I'll just sit at home. <laughs> I was quiet for so long because I was my mind very rusty. Wheels were you know grinding and churning, looking and? for a joke to connect, like <laughs> dentistry, showing the teeth, making someone laugh, so I can see your teeth, and I'll tell it. You know, but have you succeeded? I, I just fucking no. That I mean, the elements are there, but. You know, there's the flour, the sugar, Maybe the chocolate, but I wasn't able to bake the cake. By the end of the episode, <laughs> we'll see. We'll you keep thinking about we'll it. Check out the oven. Otherwise, Abbas, you can just write a quick joke and just message it to us, and Abhinandan can. You, you, uh, Abbas, this I have to say. So Abbas is born in 1988, which makes him 14 years younger than He's me. He's only 10 years 10. younger than me. And you have just an auntie <laughs> thing. Abhi Abbas chutkula sunaega. Bitta chalo. करता क्या उटिंगली we have the dave chapel the closer which was much uh, in controversy and uh, defended by some attacked by yeah. some we finally ended up watching it and because we will never dream of watching a super tut film like <laughs> suryavanshi we figured we just watch tip tip barsa pani and review that yeah because it sums up that and the trailer anyway i got the storyline so from. yeah so that is what we are going to do today along with the boss so rashi what do you want to start with no let's ask a esteemed guest co-host we have an esteemed guest we only have a buzz uh, oh there are other <laughs> you don't have to laugh a buzz there's no need to laugh at bad jokes okay no, it's okay i have to say my favorite part of all news laundry podcasts is when abhinandan cracks a joke and laughs himself yeah and, uh, you can you can just hear all the other panelists looking at each other be like were we supposed to laugh <laughs> yeah exactly so But no one gets the cue But before Abbas tells us, Abbas, you'll start with Dune, so keep your hot takes ready. 
फॉर दोज ऑफ यू हु हैव स्टार्टेड द रिकरिंग पेमेंट थ्रू नेट बैंकिंग बिकॉज यू नो दैट इज अलाउंग इट थैंक यू सो मच वी टच अबाउट फिफ्टी परसेंट ऑफ द प्री आर बी आई गाइडलाइन रिकरिंग पेमेंट सो आई रिक्वेस्ट यू द रेस्ट ऑफ यू If you could find other ways to start a recurring payments, whether through net banking, if you want to use a credit card, then you can subscribe for a year or two, so that recurring, you know, element is just taken out of the equation until the RBI can fix it. You can mail me Abhinandan Sekri at gmail dot com. I repeat, Abhinandan Sekri at gmail dot com. If you need any help in how you make these payments possible. On that note, let's go with Dune. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? Paul. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. This is why Dune killed them all. I'll just tell you the the technical bits about Dune, and then we let Abbas tell us what he thought. It apparently is based on a novel, which I had no idea. It's directed by Denis Villeneuve. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> because I can take over for a little. Yeah, bit. why don't you do okay, that? Okay, because we won't get through this by the time we pronounced his name itself. So Denis Villeneuve has who also directed Arrival. Okay. With the aliens. Yeah. Remember? Hmm. I have to remind. So Abhinandan's like those sixty-five year old. So you have to remind him a little bit, jog his memory. So uh, it's uh, directed by Dennis Villeneuve. It's uh, based on the novel, which was written in nineteen sixty-five, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, Frank Herbert had written it, which is quite impressive when you think that he had thought of a world where fuel would not be the thing that everyone's fighting over. It's water. and uh it was published in two parts in a magazine it was really and it's a fabulous novel with a lot of uh greek mythology analogies and all which are of course not here that much and there was a film made in 1984 or that's the first dune that was made and now they made the new one which stars timothy shalamet Zendaya, uh, Rebecca Ferg- Ferguson, who is his mother in the. At least two, three of these people are supposed to be big because I watched this with my niece, yeah. my nephew, and their friend. Yeah. And they're very excited about. I had no idea who they were talking about, but one of these people is very popular. Zendaya, you were told this the, during the film. The also. boy. Yeah. No, Zendaya is the girl. Sorry, the, the but the, even the boy the was <laughs> looking. Timothy Chalamet, so uh, and Oscar Isaac, and then there's Steven Skarsgård is there as the big. uh Stellan Skarsgård as the guy who's in that oil bath and uh Jason Momoa Javier Bardem it's a fabulous star cast and the uh, Josh Brolin uh Dave Bautista Okay let's WWF get on with the story guy. so the story is that uh do you want to sum it up abas wow you gave me the hard <laughs> part uh, <laughs> i give you the fun um, part otherwise no <laughs> Sure, I'll give it my best shot. So uh, the story set way ahead in the future. I think somewhere in the in the year ten thousand something. Yes. And, yeah. And uh, it's it's a world, or rather, it's a universe where uh, 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 where people have uh, sort of uh, uh, you know taken over other planets, and uh, 
essentially if you think of something like game of thrones set in space there are different houses each house has their own planet and our story starts when uh, the house atreides which is a very royal sort of uh, hmm. well to do uh, house uh, they have been given the charge of a planet called arrakis arrakis is also known as dune uh, which is where the title comes from and the and the story is essentially about the the battle between two houses house atreides and house harkonnen and in between the two of them is uh, the, the the battlefield for the all of this is the is the planet arrakis arrakis is a very barren desert planet which has um its own inhabitants called the fremen uh, who have uh, who have sort of adapted themselves uh, to live on a desert and uh, house atreides ka jo uh, the the upcoming uh, duke's son is our protagonist called paul and paul is apparently a chosen one um, uh, the, there is a prophecy that a chosen one will come and save the people of arrakis uh, so it's a it's a it's a story about how in this huge sci-fi opera uh, setting uh, this one boy is trying to find his his uh, purpose in life and also coming to terms with other cultures and there's a lot of politics going on there's a lot of uh, battles going on in 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 the background of all of this so that's like a a, a very basic yeah, and, summation of yeah, what and, it's like and the film basically just sets up the world for you it doesn't fucking go anywhere the plot so it's a long <laughs> film where it just tells you all this that abbas has t- told yeah. me in less than 3 minutes Two which hours, i 45 minutes i could ago. have just sat with him and said bata de kya ho raha hai kyunki that nothing happens in the film it's basically take the chosen one the neo concept from the matrix take the sandworms from star wars the first star wars okay then okay the sa- they call them sandworms in this what do they call them here sandworms over here they call them something else no? sandworm only i think they call them sandworms ha the the technical term is shalar hulud if you want to be good with the books Which and the, the and the mythology ha so you take a bit of this take a bit of that take the whole royal angle from you know any rajput type film and, that's what dennis villeneuve must have thought the of. one take away that i had from this film was that everything has to be accompanied by they said let's this is manrega for sound design <laughs> so sound designers ko aajkal kaam nahi mil raha nahi mil raha chalo dune banate hain all the sound designers can come any dialogue that is delivered good morning mother tingling <laughs> so that's three elements in sound design there are the chudel ki baatcheet at the back like that that's to make it like all you know make it scary that them chudels are talking in the back because there's some a cult of chudels also who's involved in this <laughs> so one that element takes off then one anyone saying anything to anyone about anything is like it's the biggest pronouncement <laughs> so that was the film that, that's my that input yeah and it was a fucking waste of my time and one of our wonderful producers aditya has tweeted that anyone who doesn't like the film dune has no taste he hasn't come to office today because we were calling him in to sit in on this recording specifically to sit in on this recording that's my hot take and that's all i have to say about dune so abhinandan first thought that dune was about dune his school then he <laughs> what is a good joke it's a very good joke abbas who's young has laughed at this joke also so we went he was quite disappointed too i could feel a palpable sense of disappointment from next to me but so i didn't think it was terrible but nothing does happen in the first part i have to say they took 2 hours 45 minutes to set the tone for that there'll be a sequel pretty much 
I thought this boy Timothy Chalamet has started acting really well for a 24, 26-year-old, whatever he is. I think he's 24. Uh, and Rebecca Ferguson was excellent also. It's very atmospheric, but it is like Game of Thrones set in a desert, on a desert planet, but with no sex. <laughs> so, but a lot of violence. There is violence and there's Jason, no, Jason, yeah, there's Jason Momoa to make you think that it might well be Game of Thrones also. But it, I didn't understand this, the way people are raving over this film is something I have not understood. Let the youngster tell us. That's you. Oh, that's me? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I um, thought I should point so that out. Uh, I have to say this. So I'm a I'm a big fan of the of of the Dune books. I read them uh, uh, a couple of years ago, and I'm 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 just in general very interested in science fiction and sci-fi. Mm. So I was really looking forward to this film because it was obviously supposed to come out last year, but it couldn't because of uh, what we went through. Uh, and the director Denis Villeneuve has previously made two of the most uh, uh, striking modern science fiction films. One was Arrival, yeah. starring... Uh, 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 Jodie Foster. Uh, starring, no, no. No, not Jodie Foster. That was Contact. Amy Adams. <laughs> Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Amy, have, uh, have I seen Arrival? Arrival? You've seen and, Arrival. They create their own made, language. That's correct. Mm. Yeah. And he also made Blade Runner 2049, which also I loved. Oh, so I which was, really was excellent. Looking, that was yes. excellent. Oh, that was. You very think nice. that was the same set they used in the same desert they have shot this? That's also? possible, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was really looking forward to it, but I have to say, yes, uh, when the early reviews started coming in, uh, everybody was raving uh, a, a lot about the film. And uh, yeah, I mean, texturally and visually, it is quite apart from the sort of science fiction fantasy stuff we've seen of late. Like if you compare this to, let's say, uh, some of the Marvel films, it, it is distinct in that uh, the, the the computer graphics and the practical effects seem to very seamlessly merge together. Yeah. Like it, it really does feel like you are on a different planet. The costumes that they're wearing, the, the spaceship design is very, very faithful to what is described in the books. Uh, but I agree with both of you. I think the pacing did slag a lot, especially in the middle section. And uh, I get the fact that today we live in a time where Hollywood just wants to spawn more sequels. But uh, the, the, the ending was very abrupt. Like I was expecting some sort of a cliffhanger or something where you would want to know what happens next. But the, but the ending kind of just tapered out. Uh, and, and I was also quite disappointed by that. And I think the central character, Timothy Chalamet, mm. uh, I mean, he's he's very pretty to look at and stuff, but he's he came across as quite bland. It, it, I didn't feel like rooting for him. I didn't, I didn't know if I want to see him uh, be victorious at the end. I thought Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa were way more charismatic in their in their roles as as warriors and yeah. as this duke. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, I think the running time is around two hour, 40 minutes or so. So it is a, it requires a lot of patience and, uh, it was, I am, I'm glad I saw it, uh, on, in a theater on a big screen, but yeah, I'm, I'm still going to reserve my judgment about it when the next part comes out and maybe look at it as a whole and see if, if it, if it stands together as a, as an epic. I rather ain't than watching. This. I ain't watching yeah. the next part. You're not buy your ticket. No, you can buy a ticket and you can go alone. <laughs> you can you can take a bus with you because I ain't watching. No, I also 
of the Star Wars characters, the original, Tammy, did you ever root for Luke Skywalker? Because I feel a little bit like Timothy Chalamet's character is like Luke Skywalker. Very insipid Like type. when you felt worse about everything that happened to Han Solo in Star Wars. But Luke was, Luke was supposed to be the hero, so to, so to speak. Ah, that's insipid, true. Sir, but I mean... I mean, I think films like Dune, like now that I've been educated that there was a novel and all this. So, you know, the same thing, like the Lord of the Rings, you know, when I was in, what happened to, wasn't there, like when I was in school, like Asimov was all sci-fi nuts. No, people still used read. to read Asimov. Is he still a big thing? Yeah, yeah. Asimov. Is he? So Asimov, there is a there is an adaptation of Asimov's The Foundation, which is on Apple TV yeah. right now. It is as big budget as Dune, but apparently nobody's watching it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, on so Apple yes, TV. So yes, Asimov is very much a thing. So still. when I was in school, there were the Isaac Asimov nuts. Then there were these guys who used to, used to walk around with a thick book. Terry which was Pratchett. The, oh, uh, Lord Iron Man. Or Lord of the Rings. Tolkien. Okay, Tolkien. All Tolkien's they, used to, books. they were all the Tolkien uh, nerds. Then Terry Pratchett, did you read Terry Pratchett or Buzz? I did read Terry Pratchett and it it wasn't for me. What was what is Terry Pratchett? <laughs> what is Terry Pratchett? Terry Pratchett is science fiction, but a little That's different. All that I see because the thing is, those of us who are studying science didn't need to study fiction because you're you too were... busy, like analyzing Doppler's effect and but... figuring out. And at that time, you know, seventies, eighties, quantum mechanics was like challenging. Newtonian physics like never before. So we were so involved in actually reading books like, you know, the Dancing Wooly Masters. Oh, were you reading or, these books? Yeah, the, so to figure out what, so, so we so didn't the have time for fiction. So the fiction is that you were studying and science. the time that we had left, we would read Human Digest. Human Digest is a porn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even porn was read because there was no internet. Yes. <laughs> and penthouse and all weren't available in India. Debonair so was available. Okati nithi. Debonair was, they just come with four center spreads. But in school, when you have like a human digest, which has about 120 pages, you can at least tear it up into like, you know, six sets of 20 pages each and then you read. And then as the purple-headed warrior squashed against her this thing, like, you know, stuff like that. Her this thing. Whatever. Her this thing. Sadhi, sadhi, sadhi vocabulary. This explains a lot. So, <laughs> so, so, we were busy reading that. That, that sounds like someone, uh, someone who would uh, uh, title a porn magazine The Human Digest. But that sounds like an called. anatomy book. I heard <laughs> of a new porn series the other day, which I want to know whether you've heard of because I had not heard, not that I know of porn series. And Abhinandan's trying to give me this look like, how can you talk about all this? Like, he's so holier than thou after coming from Dune, which makes the Catholic Church look like a can playground. You come to the point? Yeah. Uh, it's called what? Confessions of a Window Cleaner. That wasn't porn. These are those titan ass films of the 70s. So we never Tom's... saw in Bengal. Anyway, it was Confessions Ray. of a Taxi Driver, confe the Confession series. You've heard series. of these? And a if, buzz? How would no, he? I He's born in 88. I would here. also like to know what is a tits and ass movie from the 80s? Even <laughs> <laughs> <No>, I would. <laughs> Dude, tits and ass films are like, there was, one was uh, the Confession series and the other was uh, Mr. Some, what is his name? Goes to... Something goes to... Carry uh, on up the jungle is yeah, not the, Yeah, the carry on up the jungle. Oh, there were others also, but like, you know, in Hindi, there was this Mastram series. No, I don't know. I'm right, sorry. Right, right. You know, Mastram You know Mastram. of this? Abbas? I heard of Mastram. I haven't so Mastram were these books, which was all, you oh, know, dirty stuff. Oh, this is like literature, stuff. not literature. moving pictures. Okay. So anyway, let's move on to some finer stuff like our subscribers who've <laughs> written to us. And uh, we have a few emails this time. 
So this email is from Anirudh, uh, which I shall read, and then Rajshree can read the rest. <gasps> Two after that, and then it says, "Hi, Abhinav and Rajshree. My news laundry journey started last year as a companion to my evening walks during COVID times in 2020. I have been an avid listener to all news laundry podcasts, but derive the utmost midweek joy by listening to often and awesome. Thank you, Anirudh. Thank you for your support, for your kind words, and for your subscription that makes us powerful, independent, and powers our ground reports." However, I would request you to be consistent with the day of the week of which awful and awesome airs. There should be a definitive, in terms definitive. of the, definitive, yeah, <laughs> in airing of this podcast, be it Wednesday or Thursday, the Angrez apna lagan philosophy needs to be brought in here as well, since the consistency along with the quality is what makes Hafta so good. Okay, Anirudh, uh, like any responsible leader, I shall blame Jude for it because sometimes Jude says it's going up on Wednesday, Sunday, and Thursday. Is that okay? I say okay because I don't say anything. I'm very accommodating. When Abhinandan has a date, he doesn't record on the day he's supposed to. This is so, a problem. So we either record on Monday or Tuesday. So, abhi Anirudh ka final karte hain Jude. When should it go up? Okay, so Wednesday evening by eight o'clock is when off and off. Jude ne commitment de di and because Jude has a Salman Khan thing going. Yeah. एक बार कमिटमेंट दे दिया फिर आपने भी नहीं सुन सा बट ही हैज अर्जुन कपूर अभिनंदन Less than five percent of Indians have travelled by air, and yet a lot of us don't shy away from calling ourselves middle class, even though we might be in the top five percent by income or privilege. Puneet Panya, a stand-up comedian, tackled this sort of hypocrisy in this brilliant set called "The Great Indian Middle Class." I think you will like it. We'll watch it and let you know what we think. There's another mail which I read. I want to read that one. One second. It's with a recommendation. No. about our producer the letter is from purvi now i don't know whether purvi has written it or whether jude has written it but the letter says hi you both i have a very small question why do we not hear more from jude oh my god that voice is meant for the mic guys i listened to his voice in the best of awful and awesome part 4 last week i wish there is a part 5 6 7 add infinitum i mean what a wow purvi purvi we'll give you jude's address mailing address he did no he just wants his voice so he can record uh, a song like <laughs> i see stars of whatever blue no now she's not going to she log off <laughs> we lose subscribers every week on this as podcast. As Abhinandan Singh. Yeah. So let's get back to the reviews. Uh, we shall now move to the other film that made waves the last week or two was Jai Bhim. Laws are very powerful weapon. Yar a kaapathar the kaga. Naam wada pain bhor thongur thoro mukhya. Rasa kandu mosa kutti irittappa. Inda moolu pero habitual offender. Yar to bauti bauti le yappri bauti le. This case is nothing but a scandal. In me the local police handle pada kuda. We want a CBI inquiry, my lord. 
சந்துரு அதனால என்னத்தை சாதிச்சிட போறீங்க ஒரு இன்னசென்ட் ட்ரைபல் வுமனுக்கு ஜஸ்டிஸ் கிடைக்கணும்னு போராடுற போராடுறக்கு லா எனக்கு ஒரு வெப்பன் தட்ஸ் ஆல் ஜெய் பீம் இஸ் டைரக்டட் பை டிஜே நனாவெல் ரிட்டன் பை ஹிம் அஸ் வெல் प्रोड्यूस பை ஜோதிகா அண்ட் சூர்யா it's starring surya who was also in that uh, aviation film uh, about aircrafts and jubia hot to hai so he was yeah. in the gopinath film yeah, the film correct. about gopinath gopinath has never looked so hot in his life even he it's was not, like what ye to fiction hai ye jo bol jose ke mani kanada rajesh vijayan prakash raj rao ramesh the cinematography is by sr kathir edited by philomen raj and the music is by sean rolden and it has a lot of songs which in my view Too kind many. of slowed the film down uh the film is uh, based on a real life story about a lawyer called chandru who took up the case of these tribals who were you know taken by the cops and basically i don't want to give you too many spoilers but the injustice the cops met out to tribals who have no access to lawyers or or power uh and just the way they are treated and beaten up or bashed up or tortured or killed as the cops may want and this one lawyer takes up this one case and how that case became this landmark judgment of it's it's set in tamil nadu right so yeah. uh, so of the court over there uh, they cite a judgment of the kerala high court but it is being tried in the tamil nadu high court and uh, that's what the story is about it's a courtroom drama with you know some action before that so the politics of this film is is very important and timely also i think the sh- the way they show how cruel the police can be is hard hitting but i guess because it is to be fed to a mass audience it has all those tropes of the you know all the south films like rajinikanth yeah. film like the slow Literally. motion hero walking turning around look at camera looking cool So for me that took away but I guess I get why they have included that in the film but that took away from because I've we've watched a lot of Malayalam yeah. cinema in the last few months and it's so amazingly real so this doesn't have that real quality but it does tell a story that's important and it does make your blood boil I mean it really makes you angry and it's a true story which i think is uh, because justice chandru is it's based on his actual this was an actual case which happened he has spent his life so if you haven't watched the film yet it's on amazon prime and just watch it once the like keep watching even once the credit start rolling because after the first roll you they have a little bit about justice chandru and in fact the news minute has a short interview of justice chandru yeah. you should even check that out on the news minute website the yeah. link will be below in the show notes and the uh, show description so uh, what did you think of the film abas you watched it yes i did watch it uh, i think it's uh, it's a very important film i think it's a tough film to get through because uh, like abhinandan mentioned the uh, the sequences of police brutality are uh, are are very intense and very very long but i think that is the point of the film is to show uh, yeah you never know what happens with these uh, these tribals once they are picked up and uh, they they put in custody what they go through uh, and and what struck what struck me was the the film is set in 1995 and i think in 2021 despite It, the landmark judgment yeah. i am sure this still happens right of course um, it happens in delhi with there's yeah. video evidence of, of those five muslim boys being beaten and one of them died yes. hmm. till now yes. nothing been, has happened on hmm. it yes Uh, and there's a sequence in the film where i think the uh, one of the one of the main uh, people who are accused of stealing 
uh, he's caught in some other village and the village chief calls the police and points it out that here yeah. he is because his boys have caught him and the police just start thrashing him right there in the middle of the road and that is reminiscent of so many uh, you know these these videos that go viral of uh, dalit boys being thrashed because mm. they were caught uh, with beef or you know all of these ridiculous things so it's a tough film to watch it's uh, it's an important film to watch uh, i i i pretty much uh, mirror what uh, abhinandan said that all that uh, savior complex the he- heroism is is a little uh, takes you a little bit out of the narrative but i think as long as it gives the masi audience that uh, that sort of uh, hero giri along with uh, the important stuff that yeah exactly uh, i think that is that is and why as long as it, i think because yeah. like for me the film started really and i i looked down on the timeline and i mean it was i think 33rd minute is when the film started for me you know because mm. that's when the cop angle before that there's that song there's that yeah. oh you people are so nice we are so you know that the caricaturization of everything there's an explanation also yeah, for all I mean, that i think that could have been compressed in like 6 or 8 minutes and right. the film for me should have we should have gotten to it at the 33rd minute that should have been like the first 10th yeah. minute of the film mm-hmm. so the bits of introducing us to surya mm-hmm. to chandru mm-hmm. who's a lawyer at the time again was too you know too much i mean for, for me the guy who's been tortured his mm-hmm. wife should have been the the key the focus yeah. it should be in her story and all those montages and of course one thing that is a bit off putting for me is that even in 2021 if um you know important filmmakers are using montages to tell stories the film craft needs to kind of really get with the times i mean montages of you know quick cuts of people clapping him saying one thing then saying another and is just such a pedestrian way of of creating either did the world the or mood, a character huh? it just doesn't work for me but uh, so i thought it was to the same thing i was saying abhinandan before that it's a little too dramatic in parts but i think they need to make it like that to make people sit and watch as in make uh, the masses sit and watch it and not make this a uh, like a art multiplex yeah an art house uh, hit the part which i think will people need to know about and it's surprising how few know about that there are these tribal communities which are it's not even like an scst they have no status they do not exist and because on, they they have no address yeah. they can't even get identity so, cards and stuff yeah right? so that part i think was shown very well that there's this girl there's this woman who teaches them and who's helping them but even she keeps coming up against a wall every time she tries to get some government recognition for them get them an aadhar card get them a voter id anything so those day to day like they've really spelled out everything in this film i felt which is a good thing maybe because most people don't know that half these uh, communities exist these problems exist in the world he i'm very impressed that surya has made a film like this because he's like salman khan in the uh south he is very very big and uh it's to have a star act in a film like this means people will go into see it which is why there are also those scenes i suppose where when he's wearing his uh lawyer's cape the slow mo turn yeah everything slow mo but the one thing is that i've noticed even the superstars in the south they won't insist on the entry has to be on a bike entry can be in an auto rickshaw ha huh. like you know him getting out of an auto and paying someone 
that's cool i mean that's okay because i know a lot of uh, leading stars in no matter which socio economic bracket they are playing They'll in the film they won't you know they will i mean it can be a cheap bike but the entry has to be you know it ca- they can't be coming in an auto and but paying but that way salman is evolved because mm. salman will come in in uh, auto might run over someone while coming in on that auto you know they can can come on the auto but he has to be on the auto doing yeah, the split that's true so this kind of because i was just saying even prakash jha's films which is really sad because prakash jha makes like his themes are very good for his films but because he keeps making films with ajay devgan who can't act one but gets in the crowds i suppose the acting in his films is so bad that you lose the story like ganga jal and all they were fabulous the story that he's thought of making a film about that incident but you have ajay devgan bipasha and all acting over here at least the other actors were especially the main uh, the person who uh, is tortured uh, who's accused tort- yeah mm. is accused he acts really well they also mm. look their part but the cops again i felt they got people who looked evil Uh, in this. they have that they evil all look. have that side like you feel that like mm. they have that om not om puri poor thing look uh, and uh, i think prakash raj is just brilliant very good actor hmm. very good moment can i can i make one uh, yeah. one point so i think it's very uh, it's very interesting that this comes out the same week as uh, surya vanshi because here we have one hindi film which is all about cop worship yeah and how cops can go as extreme as they want as long as uh, you know they get to be the hero of the film and then the other film which is jay bhim which is right off the bat it's about i mean uh, surya's yeah. entry is where he's protesting cop brutality police brutality with a lot of other lawyers uh and so i think i think that was very interesting as where we are with hindi films and with uh, with south indian cinema that they are addressing the issues head on and we are still i think somewhere stuck where uh, as long as a hero has a worthy he can he can go as as far as he wants mm. and we all applaud and clap because ye bhai police hai to kuch bhi kar sakta good point yeah so, so did you yeah. watch yeah. did you watch suryavanshi i did not know i have this thing called taste so i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> so uh but the, the two or three things i have to say though i have to say though but when i went to watch dune in the interval they played the promo for surya vanti the yeah. trailer yeah 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 and uh, there was this one part where akshay kumar points out uh, he's giving a lecture to someone about uh, how the good muslims of india should be and he says ke aaj dekhiye hamari force join kar raha hai ye uh, ek naya ladka jiska naam abbas hai aur aise hone chahiye hindustani musalman and i was like you know ag thodi si bhi jo the little interest that i have i am not i'm not doing this <laughs> if akshay kumar is going to lecture me about how what is good muslim versus bad muslim i am i'm out sorry hmm. so but the detailing of this film i like this there's a lot of karl marx that portraits of karl hmm. marx yes. one right behind yeah. him of periyar hmm. uh, of ambedkar and the detailing like in one scene where they're in the ag's office even the screen saver is in the 90s that microsoft windows ka huh. screen saver so i think that kind of detailing they got right i think that was that, that that's that's these aspects i think in the films on the south are better because we've reviewed a lot of films here hmm. which are set in 1982 but there's a maruti gypsy like which came was launched like well in the late 80s uh, or there's that show which we didn't review but uh, in empire Where she says, "Hame bachalo, please." Ah, hame bachalo, please. <laughs> from the time of, I think, uh, 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 it's from Bimbe, Barbara. Bimbi Sara or Ajat Sutru. Hame, please bachalo. So you know stuff like that. So, but uh, that was that was um, 
But it's worth a watch. Definitely. I think it's important. It's just very long. Yeah, do watch it. I think it's important you watch it because enough of the Suryavanshi type tut nonsense that we are subjected to. This is the reality for too many in India. And uh, it really needs to be put in our face here to acknowledge that and then we can expect change. Also watch uh, Akrosh. I watched of half Umpuris. of it again yeah. because everyone was, which is true because uh, people have been saying, oh, a film like this has never been made Akrosh before. Was, yeah, Akrosh was. Now it was an art film. Yeah, that's the thing and because that's... Akrosh would never have the audience that this one does. Yeah. So I think that's why it's important to give it that over the top serious yeah. thing. But yeah, Abbas, you were saying something? Now, I was saying there was a bit of controversy uh, because there's a scene where Prakash Raj is interrogating a jeweler, I think, and he starts speaking in Hindi and Prakash Raj slaps him and asks yeah. him to speak in Tamil. So yeah, Twitter went a bit a bit crazy about this. How can they show somebody be slapped for speaking in Hindi? And I'm like, this again comes in the same week where there was another film called Minakshi Sundareshwar, hmm. where all the Tamil characters, South Indian characters are speaking in Hindi. So, uh, yeah, cult- the, the cultural appropriation sort of kind of, you know, on, on the one hand, you have a film which is very glossy and a romantic comedy uh, where all the South Indian characters are speaking in Hindi and one where uh, if someone speaks in Hindi and he gets slapped, uh, I think that was, it was just interesting because th- there is that whole history that, the, that Tamil Nadu has with Hindi imposition. Um, so, so yeah, I, th- I think that was, uh, that was quite, I, th- I think it's justified because, uh, we have been stereotyped. We, when I say we, I mean, Hindi film industry has been stereotyping, uh, South Indian characters since time immemorial. So a few slaps for speaking Hindi here and there, I think is just, Abbas, you, you've always lived in Bombay. I lived for a bit, uh, for five years in Bangalore. I see. And you perform, yeah. you still perform. I mean, are you back to performing? Yes, I am. I uh, last month or so, I've been doing live performances again. I see. And yeah, you um, are careful about the jokes you crack. Has it changed how you deal with your craft? Yeah, of course I have been. Uh, since the last uh, three four years, I have to be very careful about uh, what I say and how I say it. I in fact was at a show where um, I don't know if you know about this case. Uh, uh, there's a comedian called Masum Rajwani who was once cracking jokes about some uh, Hindu gods and a person from the audience stood up and started saying, you cannot crack jokes like this. I was also on the lineup for that show. And I went on stage a couple of uh, acts before Masoom. So I've actually been in uh, in a a show where someone took offense and later on an FIR was lodged against Masoom. So yeah, having seen, uh, been an eyewitness to something like that, and given that my name is Abbas, I have to... Uh, be careful about what I say, and 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 I take those necessary precautions. Uh, but but but, but that, I also don't want to play it completely safe, so I have to find that balance. Uh, but the fact that you look a bit like Amit Shah does that help? That helps a lot. Yes. So have you have you ever used <laughs> have you ever used that this this resemblance is not a coincidence? Yes, it's a, it's a, I talk about this in my act. Oh, you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, someone should send a clip to Amit Shah. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have him as the guest next huh. time, Mr. Shah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's fine. yes. Amit Bhai, if you're listening, talking in Gujarati. Amit Bhai, if you're listening, do do join us on ANA one of these days and tell us. <laughs> and about don't make the... us join you. We might be picked up and taken. Afi <laughs> So uh, before we move on to the ads and the Dave Chappelle, Chappelle, how do you Chappelle. pronounce it? Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's let's see what are the emails. What what do our subscribers say? 
there's a letter from Megha. Let's do a criticism of me, which is so rare. So I think mm. that we should do that. Hello, awful and awesome people. I have been a subscriber of NL for over a few months now, but only recently discovered the treasure that this podcast is. It goes downhill after this. I have been listening to all the previous episodes and in the one about Tufan, Rajishi had mentioned that this was Mrinal Thakur's first movie. It's not. Dude, this is so surprising that I got yeah, a mega, piece of information clearly wrong. Clearly, listen to this podcast wrong enough that, it's, that Rajshree has given some wrong information, really? Yeah, this is so How shocking. Rare. I'm shocked. Do catch Manal's amazing work in Love, Sonia. Oh, I was watching Love, Sonia. I, I should carry on watching it, clearly. On Hotstar, it's a compelling story of a girl who gets caught in a sex racket in Bombay and has terrific performances from Richard Chadda and Frida Pinto as well. Also, song recommendation, Radhe by Anand Bhaskar Collective. We'll listen to that. And belated happy Diwali and advance Merry Christmas. Thanks, Megha. Thanks, Megha, for your subscription and for your uh, valuable inputs. And uh, we shall check out your recommendations. Uh, By the way, just reminding everybody, we only read the emails of subscribers. Uh, So all of you who are not subscribers, do subscribe. Go to newslearning.com and click on the subscribe button. Pay to keep news free. So your subscriptions power our journalists, many of whom on the ground right now reporting and bringing you stories and reports that are accurate, journalistically robust, and not like the other bullshit that you may see on TRP-driven television programs. And also, uh, it goes to fight cases. We have right now three active cases against us. Uh, one is by the Times Group, one is by the India Day Group, one is by Sakal Times. And uh, if you haven't offended you yet, fucking get in line. Uh, we'll get to you eventually. Uh, and uh, well, we have a lot of lawyer friends who subsidize their work significantly, but there are still costs to bear. So if you support us, we don't have to depend on Yogi ads, Modi ads, Kejriwal ads, or uh, Mukesh Bhai's money. Uh, he can spend that on his bungalows. Uh, we got you. <laughs> so what do the other subscribers say, Rajshri Sen? So this one is from Leo. Leo says, Dear RNA, Happy Diwali to you all at the Dhobi Ghat. You guys are amazing. Not sure this was ever recommended by anyone else before, but you should watch Muthon. Muthon. It's one of the best Malayalam movies in recent times with a story that looks at Mumbai's dark underbelly. By the way, Rajshri, did you check out Komala Rocket? No, I'll watch. That's that Rashmi Rocket. It's the Bangladeshi one. So, uh, we'll put this. In fact, we have to redo our list of pending films. So, uh, in fact, Jude, Rajshri and I should sit after this podcast and just... Because that list is getting longer and longer. So let's knock off the stuff that we know we're not going to watch and keep the realistic we'll stuff. We'll knock off the stuff that we know you aren't going to watch because you're not putting watching the things that I put on the list for this week itself. Forget about six months before. So do you save all your complaining for this podcast? Yeah, no, otherwise evenly? also I spread you it You spread evenly. evenly to everybody? Even, yeah. Chalo, good. Yeah. So now uh, this ad was something that caught our attention. I don't know who put it on the list. Rajshri, you Jude. did? Jude. So this Jude is with the sexy voice. What the ad sounds like. Order, order. Mm. Chik se yaad karo. Masala wala, mm, tha. Ya nachos wala, mm. 
So <laughs> I, I enjoyed it not add after very long time. Yeah, it was really good because I also think ad agencies now nowadays make very shit ads, of course. But to even pitch this to a client is difficult to explain, and then we'll do, mm, and then he'll do mm, like no, that. It's not that difficult. <laughs> I I think the most difficult ad to pitch still remains. Ye to bada toying hai, and that is up there as the most creative ad ever made for me. Happy Dent also that guy who runs. With the teeth and yeah, it becomes a light. Yeah, but ये तो बड़ा toying was different level. That was a different level ad. But this ad, the fact that it had Ranveer in it, hmm. and still I enjoyed it, was a lot to say. I I was I I don't read mad angles, but I loved the ad. What did you think of Boss? So I only heard the ad right now. Uh, it sounds <laughs> it sounds quite then, fun. Then you you'll miss it because the best part is the expression of the lawyer. His performance is the best. Yeah. Just his that. I watched. I like watched that three times just for his expression. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. All the people who have been cast in this ad are very good. Watch it. It's uh, it's it's for once it's an ad worth watching. Before we get to Dave Chappelle, because I have a lot to say Dave on that. Dave, yeah, Dave Patel, right? Dave, Dave, okay. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. So, I thought. I thought. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, throw a moody layer like that. So huh. there was <laughs> this old song that has. Come up again because you know you obviously cannot come up with new songs when you have an old song. So this is the song that Suryavanshi has, which is uh, being spoken about, I guess, in some circles. This is the the unforgettable tip tip barsa pani from Mohra in a yellow sari, Ravina Tandon yeah. dancing, and Akshay Kumar with her. So this film is in Suri Vanshi. I don't know when it appears in the film because I'm not going to fucking watch the film. Uh, it has um, Ravina, uh, no, uh, Katrina Kaif doing PT, and yeah. uh, Akshay, Akshay watching, and then he also joins the PT, and then they both do PT together. uh they are both such graceless dancers it's sad that such a beautiful face and body was given such a graceless demeanor <gasps> like even the sh- the movement of the shoulder could be so graceless one could not imagine and ravina wasn't the finest dancer but she was she was she was decent i mean she was no madhuri she was no madhuri <laughs> i i really have till date not understand there was that other uh, you know song of hers in that मैं मैं हाय बिजली गिरी और आई डोंट नो व्हाट सम शी डिड सम आइटम सॉन्ग कटरीना वेयर आल्सो शी वाज सो ग्रेसलेस बट शी वाज वेयरिंग लूंगी एंड शोइंग अ लॉट ऑफ लूंगी डांस नॉट लूंगी डांस ओ लूंगी डांस वाज योर फेवरेट दैट वाज दीपिका शी इज अ फेमस डांस आल्सो हां कैरी ऑन इट्स अमेजिंग यू डोंट नो नथिंग एनीवे सो आई जस्ट सॉ दिस एंड आई वाज लाइक डूड दिस रोहित शेट्टी गाय रियली मैन ही ही पुल्स आउट द crappiest shit spends few crores on it and but per- perosos it and people watch it yeah phenomenal but uh, watch it means they love his films absolutely which makes you worry about uh, people but have you watched the song abas uh, no i mean the original tip tip barsa pani was responsible for uh, 
turning me from a boy to a man so i would rather stick with those men it has it has stick with those memories it has that child it has significance for you it has significance it has significance for me yes. then you must watch this because this will uh, make you asexual because i have not <laughs> she's seriously doing pt it's very sad that she has no rhythm in her body and she practices dance so much it's not like they this is her first item yeah, number that's really it's, it's so bad but she's very hot i have to say hot to her theek hai But that way you're shallow. You love. I mean, you love the pickup Padukon no. who has one expression. Oh, the pickup Padukon is and so who, talented. Have you seen her playing badminton? <laughs> I've seen her athleticism. Where you watch her play badminton? Her, yes, her athletic. Where are you watching? Her, This is very shady. They, dude, they were planning to make that dhalgaya din tick ho gayi ra tick with her. But she was smashing it so well that fucking every hero had his nose broken. Said, "Fuck it, we'll just make her dance <laughs> to Happy New so Year." Because she's so gracious. Because she's such a Happy New Year. So we is... went to watch. <laughs> we we watched Happy New Year together. We watched huh? Chennai Express. Abhinandan, like it's so riveted while watching this woman who cannot act to save she's, her soul. You know nothing about. Either I have I have worked in film, so I have been, I know these things. Even Rohit Shetty has worked in film. So, so uh, can we stick with the program? I don't know why Deepika keeps coming in. So I don't I'm know. just saying that it's very sad that uh, you know we've had such graceful. Like for me, the most graceful dancers in Indian cinema have Vahida been Madhuri, Vahida, of course. Uh, she would not do uh, Vejanti Mala Bali. They were phenomenal dancers. I mean, even Pooja Bhatia, she was. she was graceful look at sharukh he's so graceful here yeah. and yet we i mean ab items on karna hai kisi se acche nachne wale so i have watched that film speaking of akshay kumar i watched that salman khan twinkle khanna film on big screen when she did like four films only but she gets pregnant you don't know this film i'm talking about i have no idea okay because i was going with greeses and akshay kumar and that's because her mother was so hot so now we'll come to dave chapel he had a special on netflix called the closer uh, it was called the closer because he was closing his session with that he was closing his whatever he was no this he did not tell me i called dave why is it he called the not, closer i don't know uh, i don't know so do I you know netflix, why netflix uh, netflix signed him up for i think five specials yeah. and this is the last one and this is the, the closer, closer. now uh, this caused a lot of consternation among many people because the lgbtq community thought it was offensive and uh, he's been criticized for being offensive to lgbtq and you know making jokes that are not politically correct uh, especially when it comes to gender and trans people uh, and then there were people who defended him as well yeah uh, so and the ceo one the co ceo of netflix also refused they asked, to because they it was asked to take that so yeah. i ended up watching it so i really liked it I think he's really funny. I think he's uh, brilliant, actually. Hmm. The way he builds up a story and where he takes it, uh, and uh, I, I, I do think that the one thing, and I'm glad Abbas is here. He can tell us about this. And I was just thinking about what I watched, what I consumed, and why I liked hmm. it. The one thing that stand-up comedy gets away with, and I don't know why it does. And maybe I'll think about this and have some sort of a you know better uh, hot take on this later. that stuff that is really crass you know like tits and ass jokes are crass hmm. unless they are very clever you know here just the fact that 
he describes his wife's vagina you know hmm. as moist and wet uh is funny you you can say stuff in stand up that is considered funny where in any other context any i can't think of any other context where that exact thing yeah would, would be, be okay hmm. uh or bill ma doesn't do you know sexual innuendo joke but he he jokes about dead people like someone who's died yesterday or you know let's say the 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 tanker that that exploded in sierra leone i i think four days ago mm-hmm. uh, i mean i can imagine him making a joke about you know a barbecue there or you know where, where 100 people huh. died now that's crass in another way you know i i i can't think of anyone else who could get away with making a joke about someone who just died yesterday but in stand up you can get away with it and i can't quite figure out why and what i think about that but what he says about the overwoke generation yeah. i think is completely correct the joke the the point he made about the black guy uh, he makes a point about uh, and a true story is what he calls it that uh, and it probably is that uh, some a black man who was granted his freedom uh, this is you know pre civil liberties uh, when slavery was still legal etc um once he became free he started doing really well he was smart he worked hard and when he became rich he bought slaves yeah and he you know started breeding slaves so they said that a black man did that to other black men so he says because that was the construct of what successful people did at the time and one of the points he makes is that jokes that he made 18 20 years ago when he didn't even know what you know lgbtq yeah. was or, or, or what uh, misogyny was or, or, or transphobia was he gets attacked for that till today and i think that is a very good point which he's made very well i think bill ma makes that point brilliantly i just think he started shitting too much on millennials his last week's uh, closing monologue was also just crapping on the millennials hmm. and gen z I think as a 68 year old once you made your point you should just let it be because it's just but yeah I I think the point he makes is fantastic and uh, I encourage everybody to watch this especially Gen Z and and the millennials uh, Abbas is a millennial or Gen Z what did you think Abbas is overwokeness a thing Ah uh, so okay I have a lot to say about this I'll try and summarize <laughs> it as uh, as uh, as well as I can so I have to slightly disagree with Abhinandan uh so the closer uh, I I would say that uh, Dave Chappelle he's done this series of specials for Netflix one of the specials that he did was called Sticks and Stones I would say if you're planning to watch the closer do watch Sticks and Stones before because the closer is Dave Chappelle's response in many ways to that particular special. So very briefly in Sticks and Stones like in the closer Dave Chappelle makes this point uh, where he says that he is kind of jealous of the progress that the LGBTQ movement has made as compared to the African Americans that the African Americans still are treated as badly as they were let's let's say 50 60 70 years ago whereas uh, the lgbtq uh, community gets way more respect and people uh, keep in mind things to say about them a lot uh, today as compared to let's say african americans now i would say that concept i agree with that i think there is a, that is dev chapel making that comparison is interesting it's relevant what i have a problem with is uh the the jokes that are in the closer are i would say dev chapel i would i expect dev chapel to make these points in a way more intellectually uh well formed fashion than he does in the closer 
um so the closer does have some interesting lines like what uh, abhinandan just mentioned when he's talking when he's making the comparison about the progress that the lgbtq community has made as compared to the african americans at one point he says if only the slaves had booty shorts and baby oil maybe we would have been let go of slavery earlier now that's a funny joke but i think as dave goes on talking about the trans community there's a lot of problematic things he says and i think especially the ending bit that he says uh, he talks about this one trans friend he has who wants to be a comedian called daphne doman yeah and it's a it's a kind of a tragic story i would recommend you listen to the, yeah. to the special to know what exactly happens but uska jo final word ya jo moral that dave chapel is making out of that is very much what white people get a uh, get away by saying i have a black friend so as long as i have a black friend i can get a, get get away with saying racist stuff because hey i'm friends with a black person or if you want to make the reference more desi i want i would say that many a times i can see, i would see someone casually spouting some islamophobic stuff and then in the end they say ke nahi aise baat nahi hum bhi ajmer sharif pe chadar chadhate as if that is supposed to sort of you know let go of all the offensive stuff you said and then dev chapel says this one last joke which i think i i just can't you know he says that um uh, empathy is bisexual it's a, uh, empathy is bisexual because it goes both ways hmm. i just think it's a very it's a very pedestrian joke it's not the level of humor i expect from dev chapel uh so that's my take on the special i think sticks and stones was a better special as compared to the closer the closer is funny yes especially in the early parts but as uh uh dave keeps on he misgenders daphne doman at one point um again i would not like to say how because it would be giving away what this what the impact of the story is the second thing i would say is uh, it, it, there has been a slight advancement since the special came out the trans uh, employees at netflix have raised their voice many of them have staged a walkout and in response to this uh, uh, there's a very popular comedian called hanna gadsby who came out with a special called nanet last yeah. year she also came out criticizing dave chapel now dave chapel in response to this uh, in a in a show that happened i think a week ago he says that i hear all this criticism that happens with the tra- uh, that is coming from the trans community i am willing to have a word with them yeah, but i, I have that. three conditions uh, you have to meet me at a place of my choosing at a time of my choosing and thirdly you have to agree that hanna gadsby is not funny now the third point of course is going for a joke but then that fuels the internet uh, haters to go after hanna gadsby just because dave chapel has now said that hanna gadsby is not funny let's make fun of the fact that she's a middle aged lesbian let's make fun of the fact that she is not funny so i think there's a slight contradiction here with what dave wants to do and what he's actually doing i think his words are actually harmful uh, the right wing has now completely come in uh, favor of dave chapel and uh, yeah so i think what he said on the special it is interesting but the way he's going about it is 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 a little problematic what is That's your take rajshri sen so i really liked it i do think people are over people when i'm saying people i mean all genders or sexual uh, orientations people are very sensitive nowadays someone or the other is getting offended i do think that the lgbtqi community and i know a large number of at least lesbians and gay men 
uh, and now I'm going. I will get a lot of hate. I feel lesbian women are very, very, very sensitive about and like the humor just vanishes suddenly, especially when it comes to them. They might be. They might find other things funny. Uh, I do think the point he makes about Kevin Hart, not so much the baby, that uh, you know that you can ruin someone's career and their professional aspirations just because you don't like a joke mm. they have cracked. I do think that's very unfair. And the way people, anything can be taken out of, like you will offend someone, so you can't be cracking jokes and always be walking on eggshells. Chris Rock used to, used to know, I think he still does crack a joke about how he was looking for a child actor and then, he said, and you know, I just, I found a really good child actor because I was driving by Neverland and this child was running by the side of the road and the child surprisingly had no clothes on though. Mm. And then I, and when he says it, it is funny, but you're making a joke about a child being raped by a very well-known pop star. And to do it where you elicit a laugh out of it. Now, people will say you can't make fun of pedophilia, right? You can't make fun of anything. There are rape jokes can't make fun of rape you you just cannot make fun of most things i think he does manage that well at least i thought it was funny but then i'm not from the trans community and or from the lgbtqi community the hannah gadsby uh thing he has made a dig about her before and i so i don't find hannah gadsby's uh comedy funny because i don't think it's comedy she basically rants on her this thing I have Which never Which is basically even, what Bill Hicks ended up doing by the end of his career he just be angry rants yeah, and so, that happens to a lot of comics I yeah. mean I've seen that happen to a lot of comics who end up just they start off with comedy and then by the end of their careers it's just angry rants So I've never even smiled while listening to Hannah uh, Gatsby but there are people who and people I know who are people from the LGBTQI community who I know who are big fans of hers when they've told me oh but she's fabulous so I said but you found her funny did you find her funny or do you find what she says relevant those are two totally different things right so I get that okay maybe she will get a lot of hate because there are people who don't like lesbians and who like Dave Chappelle who will listen to him but there is this, to me, there's this sense of overbookedness and uh, cancel culture, which is now permeating everything and honestly has become really unbearable. So, but, uh, but I'm old and maybe I'm jaded. No, I, I, I think what's uh, happening is, and I've, I don't know where, I was listening to a podcast where they spoke about toxic positivity. Uh, this um, lady's written, I, I think maybe it was on Bill Maher's show only, mm. I'm not sure. She was a guest there. About now this new concept that you know people who says just be positive something shit has happened yeah. to your life be po- so they're calling it toxic positivity I know it's an annoying thing to kind of have someone tell you look at the bright side or be positive and things are going shit in life mm. but this stuffing toxic everywhere and you know it, it and while you know one I think can be offended I don't think even grudge anyone being offended I mean it's one's right and prerogative to be offended but what you do with the offense you take is I think what is what we discuss here, I think, on on, and I'd like to know Abbas's take on that. So I'm completely with him that one can get offended by something. I mean, hmm. of course, people get offended by what yeah. Dave Chappelle says. People get offended by what Bill Maher says. People get offended by what a lot of people say. But what are you going to do with that offense? 
is your expectation that because I'm offended, this show should not happen or this guy should be cancelled? Like the point he makes about J.K. Rowling. Hmm. And I myself said it yeah. and I got a lot of emails saying that how can I say it's okay? I think that construct that there is, when you're born, you are a man or a woman in, you know, 99% hmm. cases until there is a, a biological, you know, one in a million kind of case. I, I, it's going to be very difficult to change my mind on that. I mean, maybe I'm primitive. Maybe hmm. people who born today, tomorrow says just because you got a dick doesn't mean you're a guy. Possible. Hmm. But dude, you can't convince me of that. And if I say that, your expectation is I should be cancelled. Yeah. Then fuck you and cancel you. Yeah. You know, you, you will learn nothing in life. You're fucked. So my point is that there's no problem in taking offense. Fuck take offense. What are you doing with your offense? Because you're offended, is your expectation that this guy should be cancelled? He should not have a platform to, uh, you know, practice his craft? So that is, and that for me is what typifies Gen Z and the millennials. Hmm. The expectation that they have to go through life without any sort of trauma or, you know, punch in the jaw is a fuck-all expectation. And if that is your expectation, then fuck you. I mean, seriously, that's, that's my take. Uh, Abbas, uh, what is your take? <laughs> can I can I ask you a counter question, uh, <laughs> uh, Abhinandan? If we frame it this way, you said that Gen Z wants to go through life without taking any punch to the jaw. Uh, what if we frame it in a way where Gen Z is like, our previous generations took a lot of punches to the jaw. Enough is enough. We won't take it anymore. It can be framed that way as well, right? But that's not that's not a realistic expectation. That is like. Um, and I will, you know, hark back to uh, a religious text that you can only decide what you do. You cannot decide what others do, do not, what is outcome. And the expectation of not wanting to go through life with any discomfort is the expectation that other than me deciding my actions, I will also decide everybody else's actions. That ain't going to happen. So one can have that expectation I can tell you with certainty it's an unrealistic expectation which will which is envisaging a world which will have no challenges eventually. Right. <laughs> Got it. Mic drop. Uh, you quoted a text on me. So I can't tell <laughs> you, you, you You can say I'll see your Gita and raise you to a Quran. How about that? <laughs> uh, but okay so I have three last points to make very quickly. Uh, I don't think Dave Chappelle has been cancelled. I think if you see the the latest video that he released where he's calling out, uh, saying that he's willing to meet the trans community and have a word with them, he's speaking at a sold out show in an auditorium. So I don't think he's cancelled. That's one. Uh, with my my issues with the with the uh, special are there, but then again, I I I don't um, I wouldn't want Netflix to take it off the platform. I think it should stay there. Uh, people should watch it and form their own opinion about it. And thirdly, I think what the what the good thing about this is that we know that there are trans employees within Netflix who are raising a voice against it. Yeah. So there is some churn happening. If you if I can make a comparison, a couple of months ago, if you remember, Neville Shah uh, had a joke in an Amazon Prime special, uh, a joke which was termed as casteist. Um, and at that time, my mind was just record It must have gone through editors. It must have gone through hmm. a lot of uh, fact checkers or whatever. Whatever the, the the standard practices team is there at Amazon. 
and despite all of that this joke eventually made it to amazon prime and in my head when i saw that uh, trans employees at netflix are uh, opposing this i was like this only shows that amazon prime does not have enough people from the dba community who would point that out ke ye jo ek joke hai it's a little problematic huh. and maybe it shouldn't at least we didn't come to know about it publicly maybe in their internal team they had a debate or whatever i don't know so i think it's a eventually there is the fact that there is an internal debate happening about it at netflix i just hope it 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 gets to a point where they are a little uh, careful about doing stuff like this but uh, but yeah that's my that's my last word that at least ke ek churn ho raha hai people are talking about it and what's the special form your own opinion is my last word no i i absolutely no i i agree with abbas when he says that a lot of stuff that is said is problematic and it is it comes from an ignorance and not being exposed to whether it is people from other the community caste sexuality gender etc and of course there are serious problems with, with and i've said that before on this but when one acknowledges that i think it is important to also acknowledge that the wokeness also has problems because what is happening on social media and again it's a very social media thing hmm. like he said you know he's performing to sold out stuff but when jeko rowling's you know being cancelled happened it was a social media storm right now because that is there the it is hugely skewed you know for gen z hmm. uh, the, the, the generation that is there so i'm and i think it is important that my generation understands and acknowledges the environment we grew up in like the, the stuff that the first time i went to office kind of shit you could get away with that that time is fucking ridiculous you can't even think of it today i mean right. and it is good that we've come and it is important right. that this, but i think and again i have no data or i don't i mean it is not quantitative so you can't even have data i i have yet to come across a, a significant amount of gen z's who are willing to say that you know maybe our overworkness is a little over the top like if you are asked to work too hard in office oh fuck it's it's too much it, it is i'm getting anxiety i i'm fuck dude we've stayed up three nights in a row covering election yeah as someone you ask to do at 18 hours they fucking you know they'll be like social media posts about oh my god this is too much this is a toxic work environment like every fucking thing is toxic that acknowledgement is not there in a generation that i find deeply entitled and until that acknowledgement comes i don't think we are going to find a solution or an equilibrium that that uh, that that kind of figures that w- what is the appropriate point for this time in in our lives because you know the equilibrium will change with every decade so i think the good thing about all these show anything is that if you as long as you keep it to a discussion everyone should be allowed to voice their opinion if you don't like something also you should be allowed to voice your opinion the problem is in using that ability because earlier we didn't even have the chance to now every idiot is allowed on social media so you get a lot of anyone can voice their opinion but to be able to use that to destroy someone else's career to get their book pulled to get their uh, show cancelled to get and it is you can say that oh but these are all very rich people so it doesn't really matter no people why should you use it to there's this thing of if something annoys you you are just removing that from your sphere of life which i find a little 
odd and it makes for very according to me very weak people because you are therefore never facing anything which challenges you or which you don't like or you don't have to live with something which is upsetting but the problem like what Dave Chappelle I think was also which he doesn't say but which is sort of being addressed is it's one thing to discuss a point it's another to say let's just cancel this person totally and to use what the mediums which are in your power to do that which is a problem for me but uh, I don't think everyone like I know just because I don't find Hannah Gadsby funny there are uh, 95% of people must be finding her I never found Letterman or Jay Leno funny I just thought that their fucking humor was so the Rajan Iqbal Lotport humor. Did you have any Lotport comics? No, we don't read. No, fucking vernacular. But I read. it was fucking. Yeah, you were reading English, but it was like <laughs> Lot, it was like Lotport in English. Yeah, that's what it was. But fuck, people like them. Like, like 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 Jay Leno's that piece of you know taking a mic to this regular ignorant Americans and showing how ignorant they are. Whatever it's it was such a fucking walking, daft yeah. idea. I mean, even back then, I used to think, what a dumb idea! Like, what the fuck! Like, you know, I'd been. But doing... it's like Ellen's Ellen's jokes. I don't find that funny. Yeah, I just think that's too contrived. The, the excitement is so contrived. The enthusiasm is so contrived. The hey, 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 we are so fucking. Oh, it just gets so. So I'll notes. tell you the <laughs> other one, which I thought, like, I felt so sad when they have had to remove their it's a lot of their episodes. I think pretty much the show only vanished. Uh, Little Britain, which I used to love. Because they make fun of everyone. They apologize. But, but yeah, again, the thing no, is that that every, was back then. Yeah, but they, they, they it's apologized. still very funny when you watch. Both yeah. those guys apologize. Yeah, right? but it's still very. So you know, for the longest time, for around, uh, it was a really long show. They worked together for whatever twelve years or something or more. They didn't speak to each other. They didn't get along with each other. So wow. they'd shoot and then they'd go back to their. Respective, like Madhubala and Dilip Kumar while shooting Mughalayazam. So we give you the last word, uh, Abbas. Tell us what you want about anything about anything you g- want. G- you give the f- final mic drop is yours. <laughs> uh, oh my God! About about the the the, the, the special. Oh, no, oh, oh, joke. Oh, beta joke, so now. Okay, We were told you're I'll, a stand-up comic, so you have to say a joke okay, now. Okay, I will. I will. I will close with a Jude story. You wanna hear a Jude? Yeah, story? yeah. of course. Okay, so uh, Jude used to be. Jude is an ex-colleague of mine. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the place where I was working, I was working as a senior podcast producer, and we were looking for new producers. And the CVs came in, so my boss told me, "Okay, I have uh, sort of these these uh, CVs have come in. Why don't you interview some of them and shortlist them?" And one of them was Jude. All right. Okay. So Jude comes in for an interview. I am taking his interview. I am asking him for an Adimkana. Okay, what has your experience? Ye wo, aisa, aisa. And then obviously last question, humne sabne sikha hai, jo bhi interview leta hai, deta hai, akhir mein, I asked him the very cliche question, where do you see yourself two years from now? All right. <laughs> and there was a moment silence and Jude says, I don't know. And then there was another moment of silence. And then Jude asks me, who's taking his interview. What about you? Where do you see yourself two years Which from now? Which is a good question. And I was like, the goal of this guy to be like, I'm going to ask the person, where are you going to be two years? You're asking me two years, you're going to be two years. I thought that was very impressive. So obviously I shortlisted Jude uh, in, the, in the interview procedure. The best thing is, in two years from then, you'll see you're an awful and awesome. Oh, so Jude is saying, and two years from then, both of you are an awful and awesome. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wonderful, but wonderful having you, Abbas, on our show. In fact, we should have you some other time. It was a fantastic conversation. I, I really think uh, some of your insights uh, 
articulately put rationally and had made me think so i'll go back and think about many of the things we discussed and maybe Thank my so views shall shall evolve a little more because they keep that evolving with every recording no dude come on from the time we he started has. this i mean many on my views on gender and stuff have like i used to make i've said ridiculous stuff on this podcast like you know when that me to that kevin spacey thing happened that Why how can a really 20 year old guy say that i'm feeling threatened because someone put did his did you bloody, say this yeah and then i was told that it, everyone does another conference to kick away a man and you know like i got it i get it like you evolve you learn but maybe i will maybe but that's because your starting point was, was so, so low. low yeah you have to understand so, that answer <laughs> but uh, do subscribe pay to keep news free come on newsland.com and uh, be like abbas and be a subscriber he's abbas a subscriber, is a subscriber. Yes, thank please. you so much man yes, appreciate I it am. yeah <laughs> You Thank can't you. be I, a co-host, no. I, I no, took otherwise. it uh, when uh, when the when the weekly pod, the annual hafta went behind the paywall. Tab to mujhe fir lena hi pada. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so, we we will make the hafta listening experience easier for you all. In fact, uh, as I'm recording this, which is Tuesday, uh, the what's Ten, the date? Ten, nine. 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 Um, uh, I will see be seeing the first um, version of the app tomorrow. Oh so hopefully by next week uh, the beta version of the app shall be shared with those who had contributed to the Nelson project so the entire podcast experience which is being uh, which has been a little difficult uh, for many of our subscribers will become super smooth with the app so just give me another couple of weeks and we shall have that but uh, uh, thank you abbas thank you miss sen thank you mr sekri so and it's a wrap all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.